boys and girls to another episode of K Babe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know It All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined here once again by the rest of the K Fabe crew and special guest. Introducing first, he is the king of the K Fabe kickflip, Mr. Wex Breaking the Lawson. Wex, how are we living today, bud? Eh, living the best we can. Work's been pissing me off. Got some uh, shitty employees, but besides that, you know, here, you know, we're t- talking some wrestling. I'm looking forward to this. Talking some wrestling, indeed. It's one of the most wonderful times of the year. Uh, joining us, as always, the spectacular vernacular himself, Mr. Jesse Baker. How you doing, bud? Oh, man, just living and kicking it and been watching, you know, Royal Rumble. That's what we're here to talk about today. It was it was an experience, that's for damn sure. I've been watching a bunch of the old Royal Rumbles, too, though. Like, It just got me back in the format of that match, so that's just been my passive watching stuff. And I got to say, I love it. I'm always going to. I love it. I love it. And with us, our very special guest, now now recurring role, recurring cast member here, Miss Jessica Rosenberg. Thank you for being here. <clears throat> You're welcome. I'm excited. It's the Royal Rumble. Um it was it was it was something. There's a lot there's a lot of meat on the bone to talk about. Um I've heard overwhelming good reviews of it. I've heard very, very bad reviews of it. So I'm sure that we're going to be all over the spectrum here today. But before we get into the meat and the taters, Wexley, we got any tea that we need to talk about? Any juice? Any dirt? I mean, there's not really much on the docket besides like Royal Rumble stuff. You know, there, you know, the ongoing Vince McMahon saga. He's uh, apparently been back in the office, uh, as we heard. And apparently Triple H said it's been great that he's been back, which I don't, uh, I mean, I guess maybe he's really staying away at the moment, not really fucking with what Triple H is doing. So maybe that, uh, maybe that's a good sign of things to come. That's hopeful for sure. It's hopeful for sure. We can only hope. I, uh, there was another lawsuit that was reported today. Oh, yeah. There we go. Out of the state of Delaware, it was another investor, and uh, I guess Delaware state law opens them up for a certain breach of discovery that other states don't. So they're requesting certain documents by the WWE to divulge like where hush money came from, how it was determined, yada, yada, yada. Mm. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm sure McDivitt will nip it in the bud and it doesn't have a prayer, but it's interesting. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I also did see that Nitcon is trying to basically monetize ring post, uh, apron, everything, mats, just to, like for sponsorships and stuff. And that there is going to definitely be another sponsorship match at WrestleMania, like the Mountain Dew pitch black match, which mm. I thought fucking sucked, which we'll get into, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Hey, you know, that's, it's going to be Bray Wyatt's future. The WWE is just shilling fucking stoner sodas and chips and shit. Chips. And don't, shit. don't put that evil on him. That no, <laughs> We'll get into that, but yeah, uh, he's Nick Khan's really looking to monetize that shit. So just it seems more evident like the sale is going to happen because they're just trying to milk as much as they can out of it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you get that value up, you know, you get your ROI, and then you get a shit ton of money. Plus, from what I understand, Nick Khan stands to make a pretty decent commission on whatever sale actually goes through. So he's trying to fucking drive that fucker all the way up. Yeah, definitely. Payday is going to be huge. Definitely. Also, I know that we uh, Jesse brought it up before we went live here, but Lanny Poffo has apparently passed away. The oh genius. yeah, rest in peace, leaping Lanny Poffo, the genius. Yeah, it's wild. Um, it's wild. I listened to a show called uh, The Kings of the Ring. It's a audio drama podcast. It's fantastic. They're on season I think three or four now. 
Um, if you get a chance, you go check it out. It's a really good like audio drama, and it's all about 80s pro wrestling. And Lanny had just recently joined the voice cast. So really bummed I'm not going to get to see him explore that character because he has such a very unique and um, like recognizable voice. You know, um, His voice, I feel like, is pretty much his whole gimmick, you know? So, um, yeah, rest in peace, sleeping Lanny, man. What a, uh, what a magic trick that man could perform, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But there we are. All right, man, let's just go ahead and get into it. We got four voices on here. We got lots to say. Let's dive right into my favorite show of the year. Uh, we're going to kick this thing off right. Um, and we're going to go ladies first here, right? So the opening match is the men's Royal Rumble match. Um, how did you feel about this? It was about an hour and 10 minutes long, pretty long for a Royal Rumble. So what did you think, Miss Jessica Rosenberg? Um, I think my favorite part about it is <clears throat> all of the male wrestling marks were like, the men are going first, and they were like really upset about it. So that was genius to me. I was you know just drinking salty mark tears the entire time just living it up on uh twitter uh watching the match so i i that was my personal favorite aspect of it because it was such a huge change because you're not really used to that happening because it's usually the main event because it's like that's literally what it began as yeah Um, named after yeah exactly literally yeah Yeah. um (laughs) It, it, it was a little surprising, I guess. Yeah. Uh, do you guys just want to talk about, do you want to break down each match or do you want to, or like each bit of the rumble? Like who was your favorite entrance? Like who did you think was going to, and that wasn't yeah. going to. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, 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 I mean, I've been on the Cody train for months and months and months. So to me, like, And it was predictable. I can understand that, like, the argument, it's, like, so cheesy, it's so predictable. But, like, dude, sometimes in pro wrestling, sometimes predictable is not bad. Sometimes, like, just, the you know, the gold at the end of the rainbow, we all know where it's going to land. But it's still worth it. Like, when you get it, it's still worth it. And I I think that that's what this was. Like, I was underwhelmed by these surprises. Booker T looked horrible. And that's hurt. I mean, he was the only real surprise. I mean, they had, like, Elias come back. But, like... Nobody gives a shit at this point. Like that poor guy's just made a glass. It's going to be three or four months before he gets hurt again. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. I, I was a little underwhelmed by like the entrance, but I think that the booking was good. That's my take on it. I think the for me, like having Gunther and then Seamus be one and two and literally have Gunther and like, I was so impressed for me, Gunther was always kind of like a, you know, but then yeah. like the more like slappy matches him, like him and Sheamus together, magic in the ring. Yeah. So yeah. that was cool to see them last so long. And I haven't really kept up with Gunther for me. Like when I stepped away from WWE and wrestling and came back, I didn't really know who he was, but he's a fat kid. Like he's mm-hmm. a former fat kid. And that just like people were like posting his photos. And I was like, look at this dude. And he lasted that long. Like, I mean, that was cool for me. I was really stoked about that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I mean, honestly, it elevated the Intercontinental title, too, because, yeah, I mean, that's it's really smart booking. I think they booked him really, really well in the match, for sure. Absolutely. I'd say that, really, when you look at it, I mean, Gunther being in there and breaking the duration record was certainly a highlight. 
Um, it was interesting the way that they, you know, you've done one and two. And when you really look at it, number one and number two are the same. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like it wouldn't really matter. But I, I was I was wondering how long they were going to keep Sheamus in there. And he lasted a good long time. But, like, there's so much cannon fodder in terms of the entrance that I, I felt like some of the storyline stuff could have been spiced up a little bit by a handful of other people. But it was just kind of, you know, like, I didn't need – who gives a shit about Otis and fucking Gable? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have done without all those spots. It, it would not have mattered one lick if they weren't in that match. But you got to have some of those. There wasn't really a big, quote unquote, diesel spot this year. Yeah. You know? Like, they're, like, they're, I mean, Lesnar got a handful of eliminations, and, but, you know, there are a couple of people that got a handful of eliminations, but there wasn't that one standout, like, knock everybody out of the fucking ring all at once, like a freight train guy. Right. Which yeah. I thought was interesting booking. There were just several of them. My favorite part about it is that Lesnar's elimination has become its own Royal Rumble bit now. Yeah. Yeah. It, like when he gets knocked out, that's the moment where everybody's like, all right, well, now we know it's not Lesnar, but you're looking for who did it and how it happened and yada, yada, yeah. yada, because obviously so it's going to lead to something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. which, you know, I could care less, but it's like one of those weird things. What I wonder is, uh, you know, coming out of Mania, I agree with the Cody thing 100%. I think everybody kind of knew that yeah. you know, good smart money was on Cody, and I, I don't mind that one bit. I think the way that they did it by having him, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't give him the workhorse position and have him go the whole hour. Because that's kind of where I figured they would go with that, just because yeah. of the entrance and the whole thing. Right. But, you know, uh, they did what they did. It was interesting. They had their own little, like, what was it? They went a solid, like, 12 to 15 minutes after yeah. just hitting Gunther. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I thought was great. Yeah, you got a lot great. of uh, Sports Illustrated moments out of, you know, especially the Logan Paul ricochet thing. That whole yeah, bit. Yeah, that was really sick. That was awesome. Um, Carmelo Hayes clearly threw some shade on that from his when worlds collide bit with ricochet where they did like springboard cross bodies around each other in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing him tweet that he hoped he would get some, some kind of royalties out of the Logan Paul spot, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, there's a lot of stuff to write home about. It makes me wonder where the IC championship stands for mania though. Like, yeah. There are a lot of very clear cut angles, but the thing with Gunther very much not. So I'm hoping that they do something good with the IC title and that it's not just some like bullshit tag orchestration yeah. deal or something like that. But I got to say, I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. I hate that Kofi botched his elimination spot, though. Yeah, that's that, and, and so apparently sad to see. Injured too. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah that looks him. so rough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I, w- I will say the best side story out of the Royal Rumble is easily going to be Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. That match is going to be fire. It's going to yeah. be really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I mean, it's good. It's great for Rollins too, you know? I'm yeah. Oh yeah. Back and like actually have something that's going to be that high in just yes. the like non WWE social media limelight. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's- like Absolutely. if you're not going to be in the main event, that's the best possible spot to be. Like he's happy with that. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, he's yeah. not going to win the title. That's I don't think he's upset. It's, and and also, I mean, dude, look, I don't like Logan Paul as a person. I mean, I don't think many people do. But like you can't you can't deny his in ring ability, especially for being what like three yeah, matches he's in or something. Annoyingly it's good. Yeah, annoying. Yeah, that's the exactly right it. way to say he's it. Annoyingly good. And I love that they're leaning into heel. Like I, because at first they oh, yeah. try to make him a baby face, and now they're fine. It's like and it's just gonna be so hot like i think so fucking automatically dislikable yes yes you know he's got that him and Heyman both are probably the most like just instantly dislikable people i've ever seen on camera yeah 
Wax, well, what was man, your overview? The, the rumble wasn't horrible. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst rumble of all time. I do agree with Cody winning. Like you said, we knew we were going to see that Walter going fucking forever, breaking the record. Like he's going to be a, he's, he's, he's a stud. I've known he was a stud ever since fucking his NXT, uh, UK championship run. Like, yeah, he's a badass motherfucker. And Walter, yeah, crazy. Uh, like you talked about the Lesnar spot, you know, afterwards when he got mad and started fucking shit up, that wasn't supposed to happen. No one knew he was going to do any of that, especially tossing the referee. Cause that ref was actually supposed to raise Cody's hand, but he legitimately hurt his foot. Yeah. And Lesnar got a bunch of heat for doing all that because nobody knew he was going to do it. They told him to be frustrated, but he just did, like went all out. He like, went really Lesnar with fucking it. shit yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. I imagine Brock Lesnar only gets so much backstage heat at a certain point. Yeah, it's yeah. like he gets heat, but like no one's really going to do anything about it. No. It's going to be him and Lashley at Lesnar, and they're going to be a mid-card somewhere, and he's going to make a lot of money for not bringing a whole lot of people in, but yeah. it is what it is. I'm so tired of that story. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about all this fucking hype for the rumble that like all these people are going to show up like the rock and stuff. And like, I was kind of thought that maybe Cody might get booed because it wasn't the rock or something, but people fucking went off for Cody. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's it's it was right. It was the right thing to do. Right. Booking for sure. But but yeah, the match itself opening is different, but I thought it was good because. I was getting a, I had a little buzz going. I was like, oh, shit, the Rumble starting the first match. Fuck yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Is there only 29 guys, though? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mysterio never came out. I just, and Booker T tried to bit. say he took Mysterio's spot, but no one ever replaced him. Usually with a bit like that, they have somebody else come in and do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or JBL Ray's going to make a claim that he never got eliminated. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know how they're going to play that, but he got injured at a house show. So that's why he couldn't be in the Rumble. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, they could have written around that a billion different fucking ways. Like, well, yeah. they, what they decided to do was do the whole have, you know, Dominic come in with his mask and play it off that way to continue that like father son feud. So I don't know how how they're going to play it off like into the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll see. She- Lots she of lots of like there was nobody though. backstage that could just go in instead, you know right. what I mean? Like right, 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 right. I mean, I think really? we're gonna end up seeing the brood versus uh the judgment day at, at Manny. I genuinely believe Ooh, that. That'd be now. cool. That would be cool. I think that's gonna happen. And I'm 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 here for that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. They can definitely protect old Gangrel. Just give him give him a hot tag. Gangrel's not bad shine. though. He can still fucking go. No, I know, but I mean, like, come on, you know, it's not he can't. I mean, he can't Finn Balor go. He can't. Fanging and banging, I mean, he, honestly, he can't Dominic Mysterio go. I mean, Dominic's not bad. Like, he's a pretty good wrestler. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll put, him, they'll put him in there with Damian Priest for sure. They both have that old 90s style. But let's keep it trucking here. Let's get to, uh, I think we're going to unanimously just poo-poo all over this one. But it's Bray Wyatt versus uh, LA Knight in a Mountain Dew pitch black match. And there's, like, confetti in the announcer's table for some reason or something like that. Like it's literally like, yeah, what is, what is happening? I feel like this is like, uh, this is like uh, Naomi, like gimmick infringement too. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, Oh, a hundred percent. Like this was fucking a, a laser quest Saturday night. This was, uh, cosmic golf, Opry mills, pre flood. This was, uh, It's fucking, this was the black light section at Spencer's. 
This fucking yes. sucked. Uh, I Saturday it night, was the Brentwood Skate Center. And they said it looked Bro. cool live, but Bro. it did not translate on TV. I mean, it was garbage. I don't even get. It's like you know, does this thing sell merch? You know what I mean? Like, is this the kind of thing where kids are going to want the neon Bray Wyatt toy? I don't think so. I think Mountain Dew paid a lot of money for the spot. I think oh, they I'm paid sure for they it, and so I ain't buying pitch black or regular Mountain Dew for that matter. No. I like Baja Blast is superior anyway. Yeah, if you're going to have it, it's going to have to be from a fountain, and it's going to have to be from Taco Bell, and it's going to have to be after midnight. That's the yeah, only Baja Blast. That's the only, that's the only Mountain Dew that's acceptable to drink. Period. We all know. None of it, we're, all, we're all sophisticated here. There's none of us that are plebs here, all right? We're, we're, we, we all know when, when it's time for Baja, all right? Exactly. Um, I, I think it got uh twitter twitter was really going off um yeah on how like oh they stole from naomi where how come naomi never got a glow in the dark match and like you know everybody was like she better be coming you know to the rumble and shit like that and like so twitter was really missing naomi yeah i didn't i didn't catch that wave at all but i all i caught was everybody shitting all over this match like i mean it was well that too I mean, it was barely a match, even. Like, the finish of the actual bell-to-bell was dog shit. Yeah. Oh, and that fucking dive off the top, he completely Dude. fucking missed. It was like Bo Dallas. Just, yeah, just completely. With Kane, like, he, he did not believe. He did not believe. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> they were like is Shane O'Mac is. <laughs> confirmed that it is Bo Dallas that yeah. is Uncle Howdy. That's confirmed. So. It's just one of those things of, like, how, with a spot with a crash pad from that high... How does that get that botched? Like, because it's dark and he was wearing a fucking mask and he couldn't see anything. Bullshit. Yeah. It's a pitch black LA mask, black, man. La Knight was in goddamn neon green, dude. You fucking yeah, I don't know. Air, I mean, air traffic controller shit. The li- they've <laughs> got to just stop messing with the lighting, man. Like, find yeah. a different way. Be just more creative. Like, it even if it, it, just make it a cinematic match, that would have been better. Cinematic yeah, would have been better. Like, and that's Bray Wyatt's first match in almost two years, ugh. and it fucking sucks. And that's the thing, too, is that, like, it wasn't so – like, this is exactly like the, the Red Hell in a Cell match where it's, like, the actual match, like, the two wrestlers are not bad at wrestling. Like, it sucked because of the visual. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't remember a good spot in the match because everything looked so stupid. But I didn't – but I also didn't notice them, like, wrestling poorly at all. It's I just, remember there was confetti. Yeah, I I, exactly. Anybody, That's what I'm saying. Like, I remember the stupid shit. Like, I don't think anybody booked that match. Like, if anybody agented that match, they should be fucking fired because there was not really anything that happened. And the finish was flat as a fucking plate full of piss. It was absolutely terrible. L.A. Knight, though, should not get this rubbed all over him. Like, he no, should be able to get out of this because he I don't think it's great it. shit either. Honestly, they must have got paid a lot of money to agree to do this. Yes, like, they must have got a fucking bonus out the ass from Mountain Dew. I don't know, 100% man. Percent advertisement spot. Like, I'm just saying, WWE could point and shoot and tell you what to do, not about what you got to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't hey, think that you know. WrestleMania is going to be another red Hell in a Cell match. Bray Wyatt versus uh, R-Truth, and it's going to be the Mountain Dew Code Red Hell in a Cell. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I like that, actually. Lance but they Storm have to have, like... Lance Storm previously theorized on Twitter that the Pitch Black match, before we knew what it was, was going to be like the Mimosa Mayhem match, except it was just going to be Vats of Mountain Dew. And I'm like, that's way better. 
That says way better, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Toss your opponent and Mountain Dew to win. That. Yeah. I would be way more up with that than fucking pitch black neon lights asshole bullshit. It's silly. It's silly. I mean, I really hope that this is the end of the L.A. Knight Bray Wyatt thing because that was just obviously a miss to book them together anyway. Because I l- listen hope. again. I like WWE's L- I like L.A. Knight. History does not say that. It says it's, it's going to be another right three person. months, but we'll see. This wasn't the right person. I mean, honestly, it should have been like a heel, a bigger heel. Like it should have just been like a, I don't know. Like he, honestly, Lashley, I feel like would have been better than like, it just, it doesn't, or even like Lesnar, that would have been great. That would have been great. Have him be Lesnar. Like right out of the like, gate. Le- Dude, if Lesnar heard the, like, if Lesnar heard the pitch for this match, he'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It would never happen. It'd be a Are regular match and it would me? be fantastic. I guarantee that match like bell to bell Lesnar versus Wyatt would be. Sick. Oh yeah. It just would be no really gimmicks. good. No gimmicks. It'd been great. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I was thinking. It's like, how, who do you even put with Wyatt? Like, he's so unique, like character-wise, good wrestler. But it's like, oh, who it's tough, even yeah. in tough. WWE right now makes sense to have a to have a feud or to like T-bar go toe to toe? Yeah, they've already they've already turned him back into Dijak. He's back on NXT. Right? Oh well, Dijak. Well, then there we go. But uh, you can put him against. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what's yeah, his name? Nobody, Elias. Man. Elias. Elias. I mean, yeah. at least LA Knight has something. You know what I'm saying? That's like LA, LA Knight is semi over. Like, dude, uh, despite the fact, I that don't know how though. Put him against his former. Is a great talker. Wyatt a family. Upon, Wyatt family stablemate Braun Strowman since he's back. That would have been great. I think that would have been great. Yeah, have him bury some Braun Strowman because that's yeah, bury Braun. Yeah, that would have been great. It should have been somebody that had some kind of value that he could just bury right out. And I don't think that has a connection that makes sense to his character. But LA Knight was so charismatic. I really wish that had happened. I think I think LA Knight's so charismatic that in the lead up, that he, I, I really don't think he's hurt that bad from losing this match. Like at all. Nah, I they, think I know. I think both, he's hurt by being. They both are equally hurt yeah. from being involved with this right. match. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think it has to do with wins and losses on this one because I doubt most people even fucking remember exactly what happened, except for oh, yeah. some dumbass left off something and missed a guy and they blew some fireworks up. Like that's pretty much the takeaway. This is gonna be remembered like that uh, exploding barbed wire death match in AEW. It was just like <laughs> it could have been cool, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It is. This was definitely hands down not a good moment at all. It makes me regret kind of trying to build up the card around the Royal Rumble because in past Royal Rumbles, the card, aside from the Rumble matches, has been good. And my dumb ass had to be like, oh, the rest of the card might actually be good. And then this yeah. follows the Rumble directly. This is a pretty big – yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then the match- well, let's go ahead and move on to the yeah, next. Yeah, let's move on to the next match here. It's Bianca Belair defeating Alexa Bliss. Um, they got about seven and a half minutes. It wasn't very long. Mm-mm. And that's the – best thing i think i can say about it i don't think that the chemistry between them is is just there i don't think alexa is at a point to be in this kind of match Mm-mm. um we know that bianca can make sweet sweet music when she has the right dance partner and alexa has had some good matches with the right opponent but they're i don't think either one of them's at a place in their career where they can it's, it was just a styles clash man it's like it's like Miss- peanut butter and I don't know. Yeah, they'd have whole, yeah, that like, chemistry that shit did not mesh well and Alexa 
I don't know. We know Bianca Belair is good, but Alexa, I don't know if, she, like, like you said, I don't know if she's ready for this type of spot at this moment. I think moment. she's definitely peaked already. I think she's had her her time when she was already the best that she was going to be in the ring, and that was about four or five years ago. And she was pretty good then, but she's got a couple of injuries. She's gone through this terrible gimmick. I'm pretty sure she's phoned. I'm, I don't. Uh, I don't want to. I don't know her as a person. I'm not going to try to imply that she's phoning it in, but it feels like her character is being phoned in. Not not like her as a performer, but like she's definitely back burner as far as the writers are concerned. And it's like they just have to have somebody to go up in a title match, and she has enough of a name. But there's not really a real angle there. And she's, like, kind of not really a heel. She's still a baby face, and Bianca's a baby face. And it just it just didn't work. Like, there's no heat in the match because neither one of them wanted to get heat. So it was just – it just felt awkward. It felt like this weird ping-pong match the whole time. I feel like she should have turned at that point. Yeah. Like, mid-match. Yeah. But I, and that's fully what I was expecting. But then in the women's rumble, you had literally Oscar coming out in her murder clown face. So it's like, did you guys have to like say, okay, Alexa, we can't do this right now because we really yeah. want to see this from Oscar, you know? So it's like yeah. you can't well, have like two yeah. turns in the same like pay per view. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I just think. There's no character development to Alexa Bliss in years. Right. Like zero. I mean, she's just like crazy girl on a swing set, and that doesn't go very far. Yeah. There's yeah, it's yeah. You care about. Yeah, I agree. She sucks right now. Yeah. Yeah, there has to be some sort of level up from that. Yeah, and honestly, to me, it diminished. it's diminishing Bianca Belair's title reign. Like, I feel like the value of the title is going down when you have such a mismatch at a major show like this, and you only give them, you give them less than 10 minutes, and then, I mean, and it just isn't good. It's like it doesn't, it doesn't put any value on your championship at that point. Yeah, you easily could have just not had a title match. Yeah, like I genuinely would have, re- I think it would have been better for her title reign to just not even be on the Rumble at all than to have had this match, genuinely. Yeah. And that but sucks, I'm, you know, do commentary on the women's rumble or something like, did, yeah. you know, like yeah. whatever, yeah. like, yeah, be on the show, like get your shine. Um, and then the next match is the women's rumble. Um, I mean, the only real notable spot to me was I thought the Michelle McCool stuff was decent. I don't think she, I mean, it was a nice little pop. I don't think, you know, you've never seen like, I think her kids like freaked out cause they didn't think it was happening. And so <laughs> to me, it's like more of an inside like thing. And it's like, that's cool. Like I, I enjoyed that part of it. Um, the rest of the match was pretty predictable, um, but it, I don't think it was as booked nearly as strong as the men's Rumble match was. Like there are there were, there were no side stories really being told in the Rumble. It's just elimination after elimination for no real rhyme or reason. Um, I mean, the, we got the, Chelsea it, Green making her return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the what? immediate elimination there is fine, but wasn't it like Tamina? Like, are we going to like you could have at least put it put it it should have been somebody else that you can actually make an angle with right away. You know what I mean? Like, like Tamina, like, no, like, why? What? Who? Why? Like, that's just a terrible idea. Terrible idea. I mean, I, I thought that the the Rhea and Liv ending was pretty decent. And like, think Rhea Ripley, you know, getting the win makes the most sense. Oh, yeah. Um, she, it, that was really cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think yeah, I, I liked the fake out. Um, I, and you know, Liv is bigger now than she's been, but she shouldn't have been the one to win it. And I'm I'm glad. I think I think both the Rumble winners were booked well. This one, mm-hmm. the actual match itself, wasn't booked nearly as strong as the men's match was. Um, but it is what it is. Um, I don't I didn't hate it. 
Um, but it was not great. I was, it was just lukewarm for me. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was just kind of in the middle. Um, that's, that's where I am with it. <clears throat> Jessica, what'd you think? Um, Piper looked amazing. She got her name back. Agreed. That's that, nice. that was great. So good. Yeah. I am so excited. I think one of my favorite bits that I saw on Twitter was two meaty mams. Ooh, I like that. I like that. And I was like, oh, this this is good. This is good. That really cracks me up. Um, and I agree with Rhea. I think it was good to have so many of the NXT women involved. Um because honestly, NXT needs it. They need Yeah. They need to push. The, they need anything you know, they can get. Yes. And it was cool because for a lot of it, I'm like, oh, now I know who this person is. Um, obviously, Nikki Cross, full speed. <laughs> Just like wild <laughs> turning. That was ultimate warrior movie. run. Yeah. Ultimate warrior run straight up. Oh, yeah. yeah. The legs and everything. Just, <laughs> like, just the way they run. Didn't even get her jacket off. Just full on. And then when she was like slapping it a few times, that was really great. Yeah, I like, enjoyed that a lot. Um, and then I know people are super conflict- conflicted about Nia Jax coming back. So I figured we'd probably talk about that because you guys have a lot to say about her. Um, so what do you think about Miss My Hole coming back? That went over uh, like a fart in church for me, but yeah, I mean, like I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just for I don't thirty know why. though, like I just don't know why thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fart church. It's just like eh, fuck. Yeah, like I think they're maybe testing the water, and I don't think that they got the response that they wanted to get for sure. Yeah. Um, I think they were yeah, expecting a much bigger. some more people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just not. Yeah, I mean, hey, hey, yeah. hey, don't don't forget, she's not like most girls, so. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's true. She's the only one that didn't get a countdown, so she isn't like most girls. They fucked that. Yeah, they botched the fuck out of that one. Yeah, it just wasn't. Yeah, wasn't great. Jesse, they, were, they were like, the fuck it. She could just go out there. <laughs> I just don't like. <clears throat> to me, there are two intrinsic problems. Uh, one of which was, I, I gotta say, like the NXT stuff, just. They should have done something more with, in my opinion, they should have showcased some of the NXT girls that were coming on on the main roster shows in vignettes leading up to the Rumble. Give a little bit of familiarity and a little bit of backstory. Maybe give somebody a reason to watch NXT to see, hey, this girl's going to be in the Rumble and I'd like to know who the fuck she is. Um, To me, it just suffered from audience, like, complete lack of interest. Yeah. I mean, that that was a a lot of the match, frankly. But the other part of it is – yeah. In the women's division in the WWE, there's so much that's fo- – you know, they focused on the fucking tag titles for so long, which never meant jack shit, let's be honest. And then there's so many, like, little faction group-type thingy-majiggers that, like, your one-on-one storylines that anybody gives a shit about that you can really expand upon in the middle of a Rumble match like that, you have, like, maybe two or three. Yeah. 30 people. It just doesn't work. And so that's why you have all the randomness and all the just arbitrary, like, oh, this we're knocked that one out. Hey, didn't they used to be friends once? No, they faced off on NXT seven years ago, and no one saw. And it's like just the same kind of – I don't know. It just seemed like a big jumble. They really need to do some work on the the intrinsic storyline structure of the entire women's division in WWE. They really have to. Yeah. They don't even – Do they even currently have a woman writing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestling at all? 
I'm sure they yeah. do. I, I just don't know who any of the fucking writers are. And I'm sure yeah, that they, whoever it is, their writers team aren't wrestling people, you know? Yeah, they're up to like 12 writers now, and I think three of them are women. So it's not, I mean, I'm going to have like to a, talk to them. Yeah. I, I, and I they mean, don't. To, to me, too, it's like, why are you even, it's, it's like, it's like, look, we have smaller storylines for smaller, like, you know, value of wrestler on the card. But like women's storylines just aren't even written the same way. Like they're not even like just write them the same way. Like just yeah. give them. I mean, it's like it's just give them the same weight. Like if you want them to be on this level, it can't. They can't all be Charlotte and Becky. Like those are the only two people that you ever actually put like a long term legitimate storyline that leads culminates to some kind of end. Like everybody else is just kind of gets a week run here or maybe just a two weeks leading up to a pay per view or whatever. But it's like, I don't know. It's like they have a completely different format. It's like they're booking like dramas for the men's and like sitcoms for the women's. It's like there's totally different layouts of how they write their storylines. So weird. There's well, nothing I just to really, teeth. Like, yeah. I really hope that with Beth coming back and doing that spot um, in the beginning means yeah. that now the Edge is finished, like filming being a god, that yeah. hopefully they'll come back together. And it could be a really great. I would love to see uh, Rhea and Beth go toe to toe in the ring, yeah. and really build on that like story. I think yeah. it, it makes sense. Um, she's a strong lady, and um, it would be cool because you know you you got to have a legend put you over to really solidify yeah. things. And I think that I think that's who it should be. Yeah. I'm assuming they'll probably do like a mixed tag at Elimination Chamber or something along those yeah. lines. Like I was thinking Mania, and for a second, that's why I thought that they had injured Rhea previous to the Rumble. So it was like they're going to injure her and have her come out as number one. So there's a good reason that she doesn't win, and then yeah. it'll be mixed tag at Mania. But yeah. now clearly that's not happening. But I mean, I'm sure that they probably get that program in somewhere. Yeah, it just makes sense. I was, I was right. really hoping she was going to be in both. I wanted yeah. her in the men's rumble and the women's rumble because I thought that would have been cool. Yeah, I mean that would. Yeah, she could have took race, but I genuinely think. Right. I genuinely right? think that they are going to keep the China spot. Like that's going to be like no one will ever be in the men's rumble. Like it would like China will have the one spot. That's it. Well, Beth already did. Well, Beth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah. Because that I, I would just, even make the feud like that would have like done right. something, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, I just don't think that they're gonna. I, I don't think they're gonna do that again. Also, too, but it's like you don't want to take like we were just talking about. Like you don't want to take too much weight away from the women's division. Like honestly, they just need more people like Rhea and Beth, and like they need more people that have like like characters that you want to know more about, characters that you want to invest in. You know what I mean? Well, you also look at things like the people that they're giving cross-promotional opportunities to. Like Zelina Vega announces that she's a commentator for the Street Fighter Six online play stuff or whatever yeah. and comes out in Street Fighter cosplay, which makes the most sense in the fucking world. However, yeah. on screen, they're not even using her as a competitor most of the time. She's yeah. a fucking mouthpiece for Legado del Fantasma, the tag team division of which loses all the fucking time. Santos yeah. Escobar is a hoss, but like – the size and the way that they're using him is only going to go so far on that card. Right. So her as yeah. his mouthpiece isn't going to elevate that any farther. No, I agree. So until she's seen as a legitimate competitor, then it's still not going to matter. I agree. I agree. And I thought the little uh, Zia Lee show off and they were trying to do like almost Street Fighter oh type God. moves was a little too on the nose there. A little too, too cheese there. 
Yeah. You're not Kenny Omega. You can't do the Hadouken. It just doesn't work. Yeah. They got to they got to make their gifts, man. I mean, it's no uh, it's no New Day wheelbarrow butt spank thing. That no. was great, by that the way. Nice. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. That was nice. Uh, I love how like they started like to square off and like circle each other, and you can see everyone in the crowd like, no, we don't want to <laughs> see this. We have no desire to see this. Like, and they played it perfectly. They played it absolutely perfectly. I thought it was really well done. But yeah, overall, women's rumble I think was you know I mean it was again it wasn't bad. And out of the women's rumbles, you know, I'm not going to say I don't guess I'd say it's the best one, but I don't think it's the worst one. So it's just right in the middle there. That's all right. It was all right. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Let's get to the main event here. Let's talk about it. It's uh, it's Roman Reigns versus uh, Kevin Owens here. It's just Sami Zayn and Paul Heyman out of ringside. Uh, they got 20 minutes, so pretty much a standard pay-per-view match. Um, I mean, I was underwhelmed by the actual wrestling match and I thought it was going to be a banger. Um, that really did not matter because the match itself was all right, but they got almost like the same amount of time afterwards for like the fucking storyline, which would really matter. Yeah. Yeah. They had, I mean, they got, yeah, I will say that the end, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought oh, that was, they booked it really well. I thought it was booked perfectly. Um, if it's going to end, if it's going to end, I think that's a great way to end it. I think it's a good, I think you need to get the bloodline, the other members of the bloodline involved in the Sami Zayn situation at mania. Um, I don't know. I really like the idea too, of like kind of splitting the Usos. I think that's really cool. Um, I mean, maybe he'll double cross him. Maybe he won't. But I like that there's an interest there and there are possibilities that continue to grow. I think to this day, it only made the entire storyline more interesting to me. You see what I'm saying? Jay and Sammy, a new tag team? Yes. God, how good would that be? Sammy did help him retain the titles on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that is the big question, right? Like, Usos split. What happens with the tag belts? Is Sammy involved in that scene? My one thing about it, I loved it. I thought the way they did it was perfect. I think that if this was on any other show leading into Mania or whatever, or any other show leading into anything, really, I, I thought it was expertly done. I really feel like they're burning the shit out of all of their storylines, though, at one time. Yeah, 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 yeah. The well, they have to. I mean, they're leading into Mania, and that's it. It's a whole fresh, fresh start after this. It's just one of those things where I'm like, man, if you're going to burn the Sammy thing and now everybody wants to see Sammy Roman and everybody's going to be thirsty for that fucking shit. But at the same time, Cody Roman's obviously what we're getting, and they've already said Roman's only wrestling. Elimination one. Chamber. They've already pretty much said it's going to be Sammy and Roman at Elimination Chamber, so yeah. we at least get that. Yeah. yeah, but then we know what happens there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but, but the match, yeah, yeah, as long as the match is great. He's got two belts. But well, yes, yeah, so that before is true. we know it, they that can put separate true. belts before Mania happens. Is all I'm saying. I just don't. I I don't think they're going to. I think at this juncture, no. the way that they've hyped this up, and you can't have you can't have Roman Reigns do the job to Sami Zayn right before Mania and yeah. Cody Rhodes. You can't. You, yeah, you can't. Not gonna, you can't that's just not. You absolutely not. Or maybe we have Roman lose by like disqualification absolutely or something not. by Jay. Absolutely not. And then they absolutely become a new not. tag team. Like you know what I mean. He will get a definitive win over Sami Zayn. He will get a definitive beat the shit out of him. Give as much sympathy as you can to Sami Zayn to keep him from being buried. I mean, it's going to be rough. Like honestly, and then Jay turns on Roman blood. and hits there him with a chair. Blood. 
There might be blood. I I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. So like the the thing that I I humble wrestling tweeted that Jay had to fall in line. He didn't have a choice. Right. And that he he saw Sammy do what he couldn't. Yeah. Right. And that that probably hurt. And it was cinematic as fuck. And it was beautiful. Oh, and like perfectly it, acted. It, it kind of triggered me a little bit because like I'm not a huge Roman Reigns fan, but the way that he was talking to them through that, like he played an so abusive good. boyfriend really like so a good. little too well. So like good. it was it was seriously like gaslighting city. He's so good. Abusive boyfriend shit. I was like, who the who? I was I was like. You know, like, don't do that and pull out handcuffs, my guy. Like, you, we can't. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought it was – yeah, I think it's fantastic, man. And also, too, like, listen, like, I, I I completely agree with what you're saying, Jesse, as far as, like, it feels like they're burning a lot, like, all their storylines at one time. But I'm almost feeling like this could be – a revolution like this could be an end of an like we could be seeing the birth of a new era like Cody Rhodes wins and Roman's just gone and then the bloodline is like started back up with just Heyman and it becomes like a second version of DX and Sean's gone you know what I'm saying like Roman's gone like he's just gone like, yeah he's gone goes to Hollywood the- whatever like Cody Rhodes era starts uh, the new uh, like an old school WWE chase the baby face. Give me a Hulk Hogan. Give me a Cena. Make him super over baby face. Put him on Good Morning America. Every good guy thing you can possibly do. And then just feed that man heels. Just feed him heels like that. Yeah, and I feel like Solo Sokoa will be like the new oh, like leader of the bloodline. Yeah. I think it'll just be Heyman. I think it'll just be Heyman. And, have, and they need and to bring start- in fucking Jacob Fatu. Yes. Agreed. Boom. Be- they, have, they have so many options. They have so many, like a lot, like the bloodline's not done. There's too much money there. Like Roman might be done, but I really think if they play this right, this can be a DX 2.0 version. It could even be possibly better than the Roman Reigns version. It's, it's very possible. Bring maybe in the Nia Jax. Yeah. Maybe they'll well, bring in Nia. Yeah. My idea is like Roman. Never be a heater. Don't even like wrestle. Just- a vacation, right? So Roman's gone. He's living it up resting after his whole He's thing after and like three years as champ right so naya's coming in why and i mean Heyman could put fucking anybody over so like what if part of the bloodline story flips over to the women's side and For then sure. you have like a judgment day versus the bloodline story where Rhea and fucking Nia just beat the shit out of each other all the time. Like that's yeah. something that I would get invested in. That's what I would like to see. I hey. would like to see a woman sit at the goddamn head of the table. That'd be cool. Hey, and we got, and we got uh, the rock's daughter in NXT. She could be coming up soon. Yep. Yes, please. God, make that happen. Yep. Yep. Very true. Very true. I mean, shit, they already have the honorary oost. It's not as though they couldn't tap another person with a clever enough storyline or just make Sammy the leader. Yeah. Roman's gone. Oh my Sammy's god, that would be that would be insane. Insane. If the Did eventual actual to see if those honorary... was like Roman coming back, oh, and standing oh, in yeah. bloodline, like that's where the long term storytelling would be beneficial for this kind of thing to be burned. Especially That'd if be I so mean, good, guys. That would be so good. Like I'm salivating. Sammy's the leader. It. That would be so good. Hypothetically, Sammy leads say, it for like Owens a year. Then Roman in. comes back. Let's say Owens is brought in. Let's say it's like a, a hybrid bloodline thing. Yeah. Oh my DX, god. DX that some bitch. DX it. Add more people. Yes. 
think it makes sense. I think it makes sense. And I mean, I do think that after Mania, like Cody takes it and Roman's out for a good long while. Long time. As he should be. I mean, if like we're, we're talking about character stuff here, but like, dude, as a man, Roman Reigns has literally carried that company on his back since the pandemic. Since yeah. there was no one in there, it has been the Roman Reigns show. And I mean, we've argued about it on this show for over the past three years, but I have adamantly said he is the best thing. I'm not saying that it was great TV all those three years, but he was easily the best thing on the television for all for every all of their programming, the Roman Reigns thing was the most interesting thing week in and week out. Period. Sami Zayn put it way over the top. I mean, again, like this Sami Zayn bloodline thing, like this is era, like era long, like this is something that we're gonna remember as a storyline the same way we remember Stone Cold and The Rock and like that kind yeah. of shit. Like it's it's this is iconic. Like it's this so, little kids generation's yes. attitude era. Yes, a thousand percent. The bloodline era is an attitude era for. A younger generation. That's absolutely. crazy. Like since the pandemic, two thirds of the shield have been like carrying the fucking wrestling on their backs. All of the shield, bro. All yeah, really. All because yeah. Ra- yeah. Ra- Rollins has become other otherworldly. He's oh. he's he's almost Piper level now too. It's like to this, That's at this crazy. point, like all he can win them. the title again, but he definitely does not need the title to be a main event guy ever again. Now, yeah, all them by themselves in the past Logan three Paul. years. Have definitely become the best versions of themselves. Yes, easily, easily. Like, like all I three fucking, home runs. I used to hate three. Dean Ambrose, but like Moxley, I can like, it's acceptable to me. I don't fucking hate it anymore. See, and I it's used just to a style. Like face. I just, I just don't like his style. But I can, I've, I've said that a thousand times too. Like I don't like his style, but I can, I get it. I understand why people like him. It's just not for me. But he is definitely better now than he's ever been before. That's true. Yeah, and then Rollins has been the one that I've always liked, but this version of Rollins is just like so good, God level. Yes, it's it's so. I love good. the man's man. Keep wearing yeah. her clothes. Keep borrowing outfits so good. out of Becky's closet. Hey, so good. Gimmick was great. I love it. I love it. I love the ambiguity. I love the line that he walks. I absolutely adore it. He's like the Harry Styles of WWE, and I'm here for it. I'm totally into it. I'm that all about it. Commercial. Yes, it's so, every, everything about like, dude. I'm I, Rollins is quickly inching his way into my top five favorite wrestlers of all time. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. just it's. I, I mean, it's crazy. That dude is. I mean, and what's crazy too is like, he's going to have. A match at WrestleMania, the biggest WrestleMania, with a fucking YouTube star. And it's probably, probably going to be bell to bell, which is even crazier to say out loud, the best match of the night. Bell to bell. That's that's insane. That's insane. True, and did you see that little promo he cut on CM Punk? Yes. Oh, thank, thank And that you. was 100% like re- real but You deal. know what? Guess what? It's also absolute business genius because if he gets signed – for any reason, the very first person they're going to is Seth Rollins. The very first person they're going to. And you can't tell me if he, if the, if if Uncle Paul, Uncle Paul Levesque decides to sign CM Punk again for some weird reason, if it happens, you think Rollins is going to say, no, I'm not going to work with him? Absolutely. Hey, it's, it's that old Bill Rapp sign. Personal not. problems create cash. Yes. He's a genius. I, I love Rollins. Love him. Yeah. Um. I, let's be honest. I think Rollins could get a banger out of Punk still too. Definitely. If if anybody can, it's the only two people on earth is Kenny Omega and Seth Rollins, in my opinion. Yep. The out, two of the, the fucking best that, wrestlers out there. The outfit that uh, Rollins uh, like came in with that cowboy hat. Yeah, that was and cowboy the outfit, gimmick was sick. So hilarious. 
I saw somebody say, um, there was like a photo, like a meme or whatever, and was like, um, when you have to run to BNA after your Nashville bachelorette party, I laughed so good. So So good. Dude, did you hear the rumor, the 2K rumor about him too? Uh-uh. They're they're gonna set a record. He's gonna have the most like outfits ever in a wrestling video game. He's right now the 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 guesstimated number is sixteen different outfit changes oh, that you'll God. have for Seth Rollins, which I think is genius to me. Like that's yeah. the best way to, to like. That's, that's so good. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm super excited about it, man. This show. Okay, all right. So let's. I'm gonna go ahead and say my top five like things that I'm looking forward to and got from this. Royal Rumble, and then we'll kind of go around. Um, I'm, I, number five for me is Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. I mean, that's that's going to be – it might be my number one favorite match, but, like, I'm invested in other stories at Mania. So, like, to me, bell-to-bell, that's going to be incredible. Um, the number four thing is I'm a little skeptical about it, but we, we touched on it, is, Gun, is Gunther. I, I really hope that they use this to really kind of re-elevate the IC title. I really hope they don't drop the ball and put him on some opening match on the first night of Mania against Ricochet or something. You know what I mean? Like, And no shade on Ricochet. They just haven't booked him well. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, He needs something with some meat, and they need to give him at least 10 to 15 minutes at, at Mania minimum. Um, that's where I'm at with that. The number three thing, uh, I think, and this is my only downer thing, I think it's time for the New Day to stop. I think it's time to retire the New Day. I think that it's time to it, – they've had a, an, probably the, the best faction run of all time, and I think – especially for baby faces, best faction baby face run of all time. You know, he's not coming back. It's looking more and more like that's not going to happen. And I, I think it's – you know, Kofi's had a hell of a run – Woods has still got so many other options as far as like a media personality. I think he could become like a mainstream media guy at some point. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but anyway, New Day, they're done. Uh, number two for me is is Sami Zayn and the Bloodline. Um, that whole angle. I really hope they don't just dissolve the Bloodline. I hope they continue it, use that like as a train to evolve the storyline. And then obviously number one is just Cody Rhodes and the storybook ending. I know it's being written like a Disney story, and I can understand why that turns off a lot of wrestling fans. But to me, again, like I said, like predictable is not always bad. Like I really hope they just do this the right way, give him and Roman 30 minutes at Mania, and he gets a clean win. One, two, three, confetti, fireworks, the whole thing. The Cody Rhodes era is here. That's what I want to see. Those are my top five things of the of Rumble leading to Mania. That's how I'm feeling about it. Miss Jessica, where are your top five? Where are you at? Um. Okay, so what I would really like to see, like, are we, like, into WrestleMania, into the next yeah, yeah, yeah. season? Just, just overall, um, just top five things on your head about Royal Rumble, Mania, everything. I think it's going to be Bianca and um, Asuka going. And so that Bianca can get a damn vacation. She deserves one. Um, I think with the heel turn with the murder clown, I think that would really bring some like fresh life into Asuka. So I'm really hoping that becomes a thing. Um, I like that. I'm excited to see Charlotte versus Rhea because it's a tie back to WrestleMania 36, you know, kind of some unfinished business because she had to go get her boob job and stuff like that. So I think that would be cool to see how that's going to happen. I want to see Judgment Day dissolve. I would like to see, like, 
this be the year of the end of factions for a while because it's been really faction heavy. And I think it would be really cool to have like split off and have like a Dom and Rhea versus like a Beth and Edge. I feel like that yeah. would be like a really intricate storyline where it could still yeah. involve um, Rey Mysterio because yeah. of all the history. Um, but I'm uh, otherwise like at some point judgment day is going to hold Rhea back sure. and, because she's literally carrying them on her backs. Right. Um, and then Dom needs something a little bit more to like really push him to the edge. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I hope we see Christian oh, too. Um, I want to see more of Piper. Yeah. I want to see great showing more, by the way. Huh? Great showing. Like she had a good showing in the match. It was amazing. Her energy, yeah. her, her crap, her work. I mean, like I was blown away. Like I have never been so excited to see a body shape like mine actually fucking kick ass in the ring. I mean, she was moving yeah. and then like literally I, to, to go back to Naya Piper is everything that I wanted Naya to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's and fair. it's like with Naya, I don't really think we need her other than Rhea had to lift something to like show how strong she is, you know, yeah. and like that was cool. Yep. I liked that spot. I hope something like that continues. I like I want more meaty mams <laughs> bumping meat slapping meats. in the ring. Yeah. yeah. Slapping meats. I love, you know, I love it. Um, I think I think I found your nickname, your your moniker here. You're gonna be yeah. uh, the voice of the, va- the the voice of the vaginal perspective. <laughs> oh, I I do have one of those. You do, you do, and I feel like you bring a lot more um, insight to the women's division. I enjoy it on the show. Thank you, um, but yeah, I just want I want um, more women. I want them Don't to be booked like the men. They are just as strong. Agreed. They are just as capable, and um, I I really want this Bailey and Becky thing to be over because yeah. now they're like the cool thing. Like like I don't need you to like go after the man. I I don't need soap opera. Like the right kind of soap opera was the fucking Scorsese like Days of Our Lives bloodline section. Yeah. I don't need these two girls like reality TV arguing yeah. with each other. Right. Like. You don't need the housewives on WWE, right? Same energy for next wrestling season, please. All right, Jesse, what's your bullet points, your top five from Rumble leading into Mania? What you want to see? How you feeling? I'd say, uh, you know, probably my number five. uh, I obviously love seeing Rhea win. I like the way they booked it. Uh, Hirtel apparently dislocated a shoulder at some point during the match or something or a knee or something like that. There was something that was injured, but that eventually got like popped back in. So that was interesting. She was a little cut up after the match, too, if you noticed. But it was a good showing, I thought, for being, you know, going the distance. And um, the right person won. I think her and Charlotte, that's going to be an interesting build. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm curious about it. Because I know they have their past and whatnot. But if you look at where Rhea is and where Charlotte is in terms of what they're doing as characters, that's going to be something that's going to be – I'm curious how they play that out. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of things that you could do there, but it's also very far apart at the moment. Uh, number four for me, just the the breakup of the bloodline leads into I'm hoping that they do some alterations with the tag division 
just because there are a lot of pretty capable tag teams and a lot of people that I think could make sense. I hope to God they separate those titles because it's kind of just redundant to see the same teams over and over and over again. But I do think that there are a lot of people that I could see being in good tag team matches on a regular basis. Obviously, homies and the Good Brothers, AJ's out. Let's get some fucking gold on them dudes and get them on TV every week. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. see them. I want to see that kind of thing defended, and I want to see. Damn, them. I forgot they were even in WWE at this point. Well, because yeah. AJ got hurt, and they've been in poker games and shit. They haven't really been on, you know. Yeah. So it's it's hard to it's hard to showcase them outside of the storylines that we're playing because AJ got injured. But there's a bunch of other things, a bunch of other tag teams that make sense for that. I think that it could be really cool to see those belts get defended on a more consistent basis and just make the tag team thing like make it, make it matter again. Hell, like. You don't even have to. You can unify the titles, but make it one set. If yeah. you're gonna go that way, go that way. I know? agree. I agree. Um, the three for me. I like seeing the progression of Dominic. I thought that the storyline involving Dominic really stood out, like throughout different aspects of the show, and it made a lot of sense just with everything else going on. He's becoming a much better in-ring performer, and I, I really kind of honestly think like this time. I've said it before, but I do think like this time next year we're all gonna be like. Remember when that kid kind of sucked? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's going to be great. He's going to yeah. be great. Yeah. Uh, two for me, Sammy fucking Zane. Like, it's like the man with no land in a way at this point because he, like, the most over storyline and the biggest, most important role in the entirety of the show is a guy who didn't have a match. Yeah. And is not going to be in the main event picture at WrestleMania. We know those two things. Yeah. That's pretty intense if you think about it. Yeah. And it's impressive. It's impressive too. Yeah. It's impressive, but it's also something that could make it very easily slip through the cracks if they're not careful. And this is one of those things where it's it's a it's kind of like that explosive burst of energy that you get when you're in the gym and you're doing a lifting thing. You have to capitalize on that shit right then. And yeah. if they somehow manage not to do that, I it doesn't happen again. You know, this is a once in a career boost. And if yeah. it's not kind of like catered to, then unfortunately, I think that it's gone. But yeah. uh, number one for me, honestly, was looking at the landscape of the main event situation in WWE and looking at the final four participants of the Royal Rumble. Like Logan Paul doesn't really count, but obviously for them, that's a huge cross-platform thing yeah. in terms of having him involved and you know outside of the regular wrestling spectrum and all that fun stuff. But Austin Theory, Gunther, and Cody, and if you really look at all three. Cody is a baby face, the likes of which they have not had in fucking forever. Yeah. Uther is a powerhouse that they clearly believe in or else they wouldn't have put him in that spot. And he could definitely change the landscape of a lot of main event stuff in the future. He could develop into I, – I, I I'm not saying anybody is like Brock Lesnar, but I'm saying if you want somebody that's in a role of an intimidating, heelish, believable badass to put yeah. in any main event role, Guther can fucking do it. And then Theory, I got to say – it's coming together more and more the more I see him. I mean, like, he is yeah. coming across as a more mature performer every week. You can see the growth. Yeah. So, I, it, to me, that looks good for the future of WWE is all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Wex, where are you at? Top five, like, things you're excited about. All right. Uh, one thing that uh, I think will actually work that I think is pretty cool is the tag team of Braun Strowman and Ricochet. I love a good classic big man, little guy tag team. And I feel like just the whole thing with him hating the indie guys and flippity doodles, I think it could work. And both <laughs> of them really don't really have any direction. Yeah. I think it could be a pretty solid tag team. It could be a little boost of the division, especially if they split yeah. the belts up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, between the power and the athletic ability. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be cool. I think they could come up with some really cool double team stuff, too. Some big, like, big power stuff into something super flashy. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, he could probably cut some moonsaults off his shoulders and, you know, some some cool shit. Yeah, I agree. That's that's a good idea. I like that. I like that. Probably the best thing for Braun in a long time. Well, whatever. I don't care about that guy, but... Uh, sure. Uh, but me. yeah, so going on, uh, I'm also clearly looking forward to the whole Sami Zayn bloodline thing. That's super intriguing. I don't know. I'm pretty sure something's going to happen at the Elimination Chamber, but like we discussed earlier, there's all these possibilities for the future and stuff, and that shit's really cool. We're yeah. looking forward to that. Also, the um, whole Gunther thing. Like, I didn't think yeah. it was going to last that long. I thought that yeah. was just like, kind of yeah. like Jesse was saying, they're building him up to be that just like powerhouse, badass motherfucker. I don't even know if he's quite like a Brock Lesnar, but like maybe even like a like a Randy Orton level. Just yeah. that yeah. like evil villain, like just that's well-respected, not necessarily just going to whoop everybody's ass all the time, but just, just a badass motherfucker. Something on yeah. that level. And I've, like I said, I've always thought Walter, Gunther, whatever you want to call him, is just, he just has it. He's just like, he has that it factor of just like an intimidating son of a bitch. Yeah. And of course, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to what's going on with Cody. Even though, you know, the, his, his AEW career ended, it's because he was doing the heel stuff, but trying to portray a baby face. Now he is 100% white meat baby face to the T, goddamn Hulk Hogan, what they, wanted Lex, what they wanted Lex Luger to be with the Lex Express and shit, like he's to the T. And like I just like you said, Jesse said, I think he could be that dude. He could be the real deal babyface to care. He could be the new Cena. He could he could be yeah. that guy. Yes, I hope he does. I hope he is. I mean, I just don't think. I mean, this is not shade at AEW. I think they book heels really well, but they don't book babyfaces very well. They just don't book good babyfaces. AEW doesn't. They are more. It's because it's that hardcore. We're not. There's no really baby yeah. face. No, it's kind of that little like tweener thing going on over there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's non-traditional. WWE's your traditional Disney Channel classic. I know. We're not going to do the HBA, uh, HBO Disney Channel. They're the thing. weird, Jesus. gritty. Why are you doing this format? This is weird. Type beat, but you know, to each its own. I love both of them. You, you yeah. know what you're getting when you go for yeah. both of them. Hey, one cool thing though is uh, they and dude made the comment himself on Twitter, but somebody brought back the GTV and caught candid footage of old Ricky Starks. Oh, Ricky Starks backstage with Cody. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I think that's great. It is fucking great. Anybody that's a good crossover. That would have never happened. WCW supposed never, to be old never gold dust who was Dustin Rhodes. Never would have happened. Know. You would have never seen like DDP. Like in back, you know, even a picture taken in the back at a WrestleMania, just hanging out with a friend, and that no. that been acceptable. That would have never been okay. No, I'm it not did. sure that Tony Khan enjoyed that. Honestly, that's I don't that's think he really like. Come on now, he, I mean, he look, couldn't have liked it. He couldn't have liked it. There's I no way that's good. A good thing. Sure, it is, and here's why: because everybody on the fucking social media for a second sitting there talking about his guy. And if they want to know more about him, what are they going to look up? And he is a baby face too. His alignment, like even in a kayfabe world, does actually make sense with with Cody Rhodes at this point. Not to mention, Ricky Starks is based out of Texas, so it yeah. all is like a lot of it lines up. It's not like he made a special fucking flight down, you know? Right. right and right. the fact that they they still acknowledge Cody as an AEW guy, like they they don't like act like he doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, well, what? you know what? I just want to ask, Wax, how sad were you that the Texas rattlesnake didn't come out in Texas? 
I would do like when it got to the last three, I was like, all right, it's going to be Stone Cold, Cody or somebody. And Stone Cold never came out. I was real. Uh, I wouldn't say I was super disappointed, but I didn't go there live. One of my buddies went there live and he didn't get Stone Cold live, which was pretty shitty. All he got was the pitch black match. So <laughs> and that horrible yeah. intermission. Oh, yeah. oh let's God. talk about the worst. Hold before okay. we end this. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll wrap it up by talking about Hardy. Okay. The worst fucking thing, worst Hardy. Hardy, not Jeff, not Matt, no. just Hardy. He's like a bootleg Kid Rock, which is really shitty. Like Kid Rock is already fucking horrible, and you're even. Oh my god, it was one of the worst performances I've ever seen on any WWE pay per view ever. Even Kid Rock and Limp Biscuit were better than that. I'll tell uh, you. I don't know. Saliva was pretty bad too, though. Oh, I forgot about saliva. God damn it. Fuck. Yeah. God damn it. I don't want to. They're from Tennessee. I don't want to claim them. But, but hey, fuck. hey, one of is still up there. You know what I mean? That's oh yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a rough, it was rough for sure. Was, but was Hardy was g- horrible, and apparently, lots of people in WWE were disappointed with the performance. And uh, hopefully, we never see that goddamn motherfucker ever again. No, nah, damage oh. is done. He got the rub that he wanted. His fan, oh, his no, fans like, loved it. The timing was awful. I mean, it was just god awful. Like every in the ring, like, in the ring without the ropes. Like why? Like just put him at the top of the stage. Like just do yeah. it like normal. Like his country vocals were bad. His screaming vocals were bad. Like he just sucked. Like he could not sing any style. He yeah. definitely has like not good country vocals, and then his scream is like not really a scream. It's like that butt rock. Like yeah. it's just it's weird. Like not. Yeah, it's weird. What do you expect of a guy like, that's handpicked by Morgan Wallen? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're really only gonna, you're, you're like, it's a shallow well. Is all I'm saying. That's true. That's do you true. guys remember what was that? Uh, was it Liquid Smoke? That old like bar, or whatever. That a lot of like Nashville rap rockers. Oh would yeah, 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 yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. that's literally where you would see this guy. Yeah. And it was so bad, yeah. but he he was also kind of like hipstery in like his like glasses and like dress it was very weird and it was off-putting sounds like a song you would hear for an entrance at a fucking shitty indie show yeah yeah. like he like described four guys came out to down with a sickness and some guy would probably come out to something like that yeah it feels like that same vibe yeah that's that's exactly right that's exactly right it was universally panned by everyone. I don't think anyone was a fan of it, and it's it, it's hilarious to me that WWE is not because it's like, what the fuck did you think you were gonna get? Right. No, WWE where they uh, I saw a report where they were like, we like they weren't yeah. happy with his performance. They exactly. they weren't, you know. Yeah. Next time you see that guy, I'll be you know three o'clock in the afternoon at the state fair. At the state yeah. fair. If only we could have Mike Adam Lee to introduce him as Harvey. Oh. Yeah, that would have been, <laughs> been great. That's that would have been apropos. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, that's gonna wrap it up this week for us, guys. Thanks for joining us on our Royal Rumble review and our look towards the future. Uh, you know what? It's the road to WrestleMania. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I'm excited. We got Revolution coming up this month too, so that'll be kind of fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have another AEW pay per view to talk about, and I'm excited about that as well. Um, <laughs> Man, lots of good stuff on the horizon. We're we're winding down. You know, we got like three months are left. This is literally we have ninety days left in the kayfabe comparisons podcast. It's going to be crazy. We're going to wrap this season up with a bang at the end of WrestleMania. It's going to be awesome. Um, you can always find the show at kayfabe.com on Twitter and Instagram at kayfabe.com pod on TikTok and good old kayfabe comparisons on YouTube and Facebook. You can always find me 
Your boy, Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, at Daniel Daybreak, anywhere there's social media handles of any kind. Uh, I am Daniel Daybreak everywhere. Um, also, too, I have to use this um, avenue to plug. My band, The Far Between, has a brand new single. It's coming out next month. It's coming out on December 22nd, Wednesday. It's awesome. It's called Outline. I'm really excited about it. Had an amazing producer work on it. I'm really excited for the world to hear like our first actual release and not just like Bandcamp demos. So very hype about that. I will have a pre-save link uh, here in the next week or so. So that will probably be in the show notes and stuff. Really excited. Miss Jessica Rosenberg, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Peggy Hill Feet, also known as the American Cream Busty Roads. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, Busty.Shackleford. Love it. I love it. Jesse, where can folks find you, man? On Instagram and Twitter at Jesse Baker Nash. And one thing I did notice, Daniel, you said your single came out in, on December 22nd. I'm oh, assuming February. You February? February yeah. 22nd. My bad. February. Man. Good catch. Nice catch. February what 22nd. Yeah. Yeah. Wexley. Yeah. Wex, well, give you can script, find man. your boy Wex all the time, everywhere at Wex, breaking the loss and on all of your social media platforms. Yeah, and that's uh, pretty much all I got to say. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah. Uh, wrestling WrestleMania season. I'm really looking forward to it. Hope we get some good shit. I want to see some Stone Code at WrestleMania, hopefully. And uh, what a gimmick match, sponsorship match, do you guys predict? Um, uh, the Broken Skull Plunge, where it's just like beer, and it's just, it's a. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say. It. Oh, I thought it was gonna be the Velveeta shells and cheese. I really, I really wanted to say it's a vengeance match. It's gonna be Cody Hall versus Stone Cold. <laughs> we'll <say> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be something. That'd do be a uh, we'll do a melted Snickers broad panties mud pit match. Ooh, okay. It'll be the uh, it'll be the Vince Delicious. McMahon lawsuit match sponsored by Morgan and Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like the uh, adult depends where like Ric Flair comes out. <laughs> I love it. That's We're it. We're just gonna be Rick some Flair. depression medicine for yeah. Ric Flair at this point. I got. I love Viagra it. Viagra stand-up by, match. Sponsored by a bottomless supply of Jack Daniels. Uh, and uh, and, Gator, and he needs Gatorade because he uh, got dehydrated in his last match, and that's why he was laying there and couldn't get up. Gatorade. Gatorade, H2O. baby. Fruity, juicy. Oh my God, they're fruity Skittles. We need that. We need to bring that back. Good Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye.